time. Choose him. Choose me. It's ripping time. Choose him. Choose me. It's ripping time. Choose him. Choose me. It's ripping time. Choose him. It's ripping time. Choose him. Choose me. It's ripping time with Tim and Corey. The podcast where two friends separated by the Rocky Mountain Range take time to talk about music, media, faith, and philosophy. Today, we're going to talk about recording music. But first, I just wanted to say that like, it's only been a few days since we did our first episode, like in our time, not in your time, because this is probably like a few years later, because we were only coming out with one every two or three years. Um, yep. And we got like way more people listening than I thought. The number was, I think, about 40, 45. So we kind of thought that we would have two listeners being both of our mothers, and that was it. Yeah. But we have more than that, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. So to jump right in, recording music. It's like I've worked at a, a studio before. We've both been in studios before doing various projects. And those are like big studios, but it's become super accessible to do it in your house too. And so we wanted to talk about how you might go about that because it's kind of a daunting is daunting the word? Daunting. It is a daunting task. Yeah. To, to figure out what you, what you all need if you've never done it before. Yeah. So when Tim and I started doing this, he was, at, he was at school for it. So we didn't have to do the whole rental thing. But normal people just have to rent studio time at a place, mm-hmm. which is obviously expensive. But it's also really cool. Oh, yeah. Because those, the rooms are always like cedar panels and and they're not completely um it's not like the normal four four walls what's that called where the walls are parallel <laughs> parallel they're all, not fun, all the walls all are fun parallel shapes. yeah for for sound to do cool things and stuff yeah but they're they're super expensive like i think there's some in vancouver area that are like a thousand dollars a day somewhere maybe 650 you can get some smaller ones that are still $300, $350, $400 a day. Uh, that's usually including like an engineer or someone to help you, I think. Yeah. But it's still quite expensive. Yeah, it is. But it's it's beautiful. sounds great. One thing that's great in there is you can do drums because you get like big open spaces with lots of room sound and uh, you don't have to worry about finding equipment that works because it should all, in theory, work all the time. Yeah, I was just talking to a mutual friend of ours that used to play in this super awesome band called Timothy, and uh, he was telling me about when they were doing recording. They they did kind of an amalgamation where they recorded in one guy's studio kind of based out of his home, but then they did the drums over at the warehouse downtown. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they spent the big bucks for the, for the cool drum room, yeah. and then all the stuff out of out of the house or the rest of the stuff out of the house. And that's a pretty like nowadays moving away like you don't have to do everything in the big studios. Yeah. It's like a kind of like a hybrid approach. A lot of people are going for which is to do some of their recording in their home like the vocals and bass and guitars and anything that you can do with like two mics and less and doing the drums in the big rooms and spending the big bucks for that. It's pretty pretty common. Yeah. I mean, you, you can do drums in your home if you have the space and if you have neighbors that don't hate you for it. <laughs> but but that is, I guess, where, where it often takes place in some kind of a 
cool, funky studio. Yeah, and, and another way uh, that, that you can do those two is if you are buddy-buddy with your worship pastor, mm, do it yeah. in your church, do the drums in your sanctuary. Oh, that is, plus it, the recording would be more holy. That's that's heresy. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know about that, buddy. I, I think then if you were going to go that approach, you would save a bunch of money, but it would also be very worthwhile to learn the home studio approach, mm-hmm. not just for time savings or sorry, money savings, but because you would get a cool church sound, a cool like a reverb, natural reverb out of that place. So, so Tim, if the whole big recording studio is not a great option for everyone and, you know, even the hybrid, if that's out of some people's range, how, how does one go about the whole home studio business home studios there's oh there's a lot of trade-offs that you have to i guess consider first though like you you are gonna save a lot of money i would say but you got to remember you're gonna put in a lot more time so before you consider going this approach all like all out everything is on you you have to get all the sounds you have to maintain your own equipment you have to spend the time do the editing and make it make it how you want it to sound. But that's also on the flip side, it means you have full control. Mm. Um, but to get into that, there's definitely uh, a few things that you're going to need. But actually, like the amount of things you need is surprisingly low. Yeah, like, You might think that you go into the music store and you see one of each thing and you think, I need this, that, and then like a hundred other things. But really, there's like maybe four things that you need to get started. Four things. Maybe, maybe four. That might be. I I don't know the exact number, but we'll we'll figure it out by the end of this. Yeah. So I've been I've been watching a masterclass video. Um. Have you have you seen any of those the adverts for them on YouTube? No. Like learn learn acting from Kevin Spacey or learn writing from Oof, that's not writer age guy. Well. Pardon? I said that's not going to age well. Oh, right. Well, yeah, they <laughs> probably don't have them on their anymore. front page anymore. But you could you could do a whole bunch like cooking, writing, music stuff from lots of different people. And so I've been watching the music one with Dead Mouse. And so one of one of the first episodes, he talks about this kind of stuff, and and of course he has. He does have like a big crazy room with with all sorts of analog synths and and all the nice stuff. So this but, this is coming from a guy who spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on equipment, but but he said like you don't you don't need all of that stuff. I've heard absolutely disgusting stuff come out of high-end studios and I've heard amazing stuff come out of some little kid's laptop. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice to have all the bells and whistles, but Fear not, because you don't need them all. I think he, if I remember, sort of came up from that whole home studio yep. vibe, and now he's like, he is who he is, so he can afford those hundreds of thousands. But if you don't know how to use those hundreds of thousands of gear, then it's useless anyways. Mm-hmm. So why not start at home for 500 bucks or whatever? So what is the first thing that you need? The first thing is sort of like the brain of it all, other than a computer or a laptop would be an audio interface. Mm-hmm. That's what you plug everything into. Your microphones go into it. Your guitar would go into it. You would plug in that into your computer, and it captures all of the sounds, basically, and sends it to your computer. Do you have one? Mine is it's pretty inexpensive. 
It's what I'm using for this. It's called a Focusrite Scarlet 2i2. I, I don't remember the price off the top of my head, but the, I think it's like 200 bucks. They came out with a Scarlet came out or Focusrite came out with a new like version two of it recently. They 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 just look more fancy basically. The Clare the Clarets or whatever they're called. No, it's still like the 2i2. Oh. But they, it's just V2. Mm. They also came out with a new like Thunderbolt line and they look even fancier. Ooh. I think they're called like the Clarets, but they're basically as far as I know the same thing but Thunderbolt, so Mac people will be all giddy about that. Uh, so, and you have one too. I think you have the same one as me. I have the 2i4, which just adds a couple. It has a MIDI in and out where the 2i2 doesn't have that. Right. And so, un- unbalanced. Like, I, d- I don't use any of the extra stuff. This is just what I have. What you got so, for a good deal. Yeah, the good deal being my brother left the country and he didn't take it with him. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> That's Jamie. That's a great deal. So, when you're looking at audio interfaces, I would say there's a few big things to look for. One, I already sort of mentioned the data connection. How do you plug it to your computer? Mm-hmm. Most of them, it's 2018, are going to be USB. Some of them on the market are still Firewire. And if you buy that and you have a laptop, you're pretty much pooched. <laughs> but if you buy it and you have a desktop, I mean, sure, you can buy a card for that for probably 40 bucks on Amazon to give you that old school connection. Or Thunderbolt, which is sort of the new fancy thing a lot of macbooks and stuff i wonder if there's any USB-C. that'd be cool that's the charger thing that i have for my phone right the, yeah yeah so if there was a USB-C interface it would be cool because maybe you could use your phone and record Ooh, to your phone that'd be that, that would fancy. be neat you can already do that if you buy the camera kit from apple you can do the usb regular into like GarageBand on your ipad which is i mean i'm sure it works i've never tried it Beyond that, the next biggest thing would be ins and outs. So mm-hmm. that's basically how many things you can record at once. You've got so you need like ten, ten ins, right? Ten. Oh yeah. yeah, easily ten. I would say you probably need a good like twenty-four. Yeah, for all the drums. Oh that yeah, you record. <laughs> that's... So realistically, at home, you're gonna get two, maybe four, because you're gonna re- like that's all you're gonna need at home. You're gonna record your your voice, maybe two mics on an acoustic or or something like that only ever at once i don't think i've ever been thinking to myself oh i really need four outputs i yeah. i don't think that's ever happened inputs maybe but outputs are even less two is great plus like a a monitor mix so maybe four is great because then you can have different things going through your speakers than from your headphones but even that like two Two is fine. The I reason that they do more is because sometimes you want to go out to a mixing board and do mixing on a phys- physical mixer as opposed to in your computer. Or mm-hmm. maybe if you're doing surround sound, you would need eight to do like a 7.1 surround sound. You'd need eight outputs. But then you would probably be getting a different type of DAC for that rather than... Yeah, you're not going to buy a Scarlett 2i2 to do surround no. sound audio engineering and mixing and stuff. Probably not. Different type of digital audio converter. And then the final thing is preamps. And this goes hand in hand with the inputs. You'll find some um, audio interfaces that might be like $300, but they only have two preamps and they have eight inputs. And what that is, is uh, if you want to record a microphone or an instrument, you need to run it through a preamp to bring it up to a certain like volume that the computer can understand. Mm-hmm. And it'll come with eight 
outputs or, or sorry, eight inputs and only two preamps because maybe you're connecting it to an existing mixer with preamps that you already own. And so you can save some money by not buying additional preamps built into the device or whatever. So mm-hmm. that's kind of maybe a bit beyond the scope of this. But the point is, is look for the amount of preamps to be at least two more so than the inputs itself. Good to know. Now, you can you can buy from Craigslist or Kijiji or whatever site you use. But when you buy them new, most of the time, the interface will come with a DAW program for you. So a DAW, just so you know, is a digital audio workstation. It's what you record into. It's like the software or the app. It lets you record like multiple tracks at once or like cut and mix and add reverb and compression and stuff. It's the computer version of a of an 8-track. Audio interfaces, number one. DAWs, number two. So Corey, what DAW do you like? What DAW I like and what DAW I use is still, unfortunately, two different things. I, um, I went to school a couple of years ago and I learned how to use Logic Pro. And I learned a bit with Ableton. A couple of my buddies use and love Ableton. That is their jam. I like Logic Pro, but my Mac died, so I didn't have money to buy a new one. So <laughs> You didn't have two grand to drop? No, unfortunately not. Sorry, that's entry model too. Like I don't know if that would yeah. be very far. <laughs> so I just use my PC and my brother-in-law and my brother actually, both brothers recommended that I try Reaper because not only is it cheap, it is also a really, really, I mean, it does all the things that I need it to do. It's just not so aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing as logic. It's not as maybe refined or like the user intuitiveness. Yeah, it's, it's open source. I look at it as a DAW for nerds. <laughs> so I would I, like it. Yeah, I think you'd get a lot more out of it than I do. I don't get that much out of a DAW in general because I'm still pretty noobish. So, Dude, yeah. what do you what do, what do you use? So, I don't want to toot Pro Tools' horn too much, but I what? use Pro Tools. It's wow. super expensive, but I have been using it for so long that I, well, I had a free copy with my audio interface. came with a free copy of, I think, 7 back then. Nice, nice. And then, because 8 just came out within a year of me getting 7, I got 8 for free as part of the, the year upgrade thing, and then... Sweet. So, I, so one thing led to another. A friend gave me his copy of 12. No, 11. Sorry. He gave me his copy of 11, which came with 10 because 11 had some breaking changes where you had to use it with like only certain plugins or something. And then that same thing happened where 12 came out within the next year. So I got 12 for free. Nice. So I'm just riding out 12.4 or whatever. And I think they're on, like they stopped using numbers and, and now they're on to years. So it's like Pro Tools. 2018 or something. So I'm behind the times, but it, it works well for me. Well, being behind the times for this kind of stuff isn't really the end of the road because you can do so much with, like, you don't even need any of these fancy ones. If you have the Mac, you can just use the stock GarageBand and it'll do most everything you need. Oh, yeah. And even free demo versions of Ableton or Cubase or, or Fruity Loops or whatever other <laughs> 20 DAWs there are out or there. Or whatever comes use. for free with your audio interface. Like, Yeah, you're not going to run out of things to do. It's all about the ideas, right? And one 
might be preferred over the other in the industry or in certain parts of the industry. But or for certain styles of music. But it really does not matter at all when you're just getting started because you just want to get your foot in the door, use what comes for free, you save yourself $100 to $700 by not buying one. And then if you do decide to buy one, you can export all of your tracks as WAV files and import them into your new one. And even though you just spent $600 on a new DAW, you still saved money because you didn't go to a big studio. Hmm. $600 is the same price or less than a day at the warehouse. Yeah. So, Tim, I have my audio interface. I have my DAW. What is next? What is next? So, one thing that you will have noticed is that you can hear me right now. What? And that's due to two things. And the first one... And we're just going to touch on this quickly because I don't want to turn this into a big thing where we compare uh, microphones. This is a rabbit trail. You can Google what is the best for whatever you're trying to do. Just get yourself two mics that you like. I would say an SM57. You can use that for all your guitars, for your your bass. If you don't want to just use a DI box, you can use that even for like your voice. Um, and then maybe get like a cheap condenser mic. You can buy... Uh, What's the one that you have there? So I am using the Apex 435B. I got it from Long McQuaid for, it was a hundred bucks. hundred bucks. And I'm using that right now to talk and I've used it to record guitars before and I've been, you know, fairly happy with the sound Yeah, for, for that. You can use that on acoustics. You can use that for, for vocals. I would say a condenser or anything more delicate like let's say your friend is gonna drop some fiddle for you maybe maybe drop that on that Mm -hmm. i don't know i i use it for 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 everything i would i do have a sm58 as well and i would use that or 58 or 57 i don't even know but is it the one with the grill on the top or the one with the black top no i know i know the difference between them there's just no top on it oh (laughs) yeah um I, I wouldn't use the condenser for like miking an amplifier or something like that. That you're going to use your, your dynamic, your 57 or 58. I think those go yeah. for about a hundred bucks too. Probably yeah. cheaper on GG, maybe 80 bucks. Yeah. And those are things that you definitely don't need to get brand new. Mm-hmm. They don't come with like their workhorses software or anything like that. Yeah. That you need codes and stuff like they're just, they are what they are. Yeah. Um, what are you speaking into? This is an SM seven B, which is the, Bigger brother to the SM57, and it's a little more expensive, but it's great for for male vocals, guitar amps, or a bunch of other things. We've we've done a lot on that microphone. Yeah, I think so. We've I've had this for quite some time. I think I bought it when they were like maybe three fifty or or four hundred new, and I think they're five or six now. Yeah, they're five hundred, five fifty or something mm. ridiculous. They they all go up in price. And then one thing, it's sort of the same vein. It's a DI box. I would recommend kind of the same price range. You can get a Pro DI from Radial for about 100 bucks, I think. And you could probably go for one cheaper too as you figure it out, but definitely they sound great, a Pro DI. Clean. Clean, clean stuff up. Mm-hmm. And that the point of that, sorry, is to allow you to plug in your bass or your piano um, into your computer or your audio interface, sorry, so you can uh, skip the whole miking and going through an app. You can get some... Recording without all the, the the noise of the room or whatever, like a direct signal. Though for bass, I I often go straight in from my bass, just 
plug it straight into the interface. Oh yeah, that's that's true. A lot of uh, interfaces have a switch on the front where you can go to an instru- instrument. So instead of expecting a mic level signal, it expects an instrument level signal. Yep, it's useful. And and the Scarlet the Scarlet that we have it has, has that. that. So yep. we're good to go. Mm-hmm. So Great. the next thing that you need for your studio is a way to hear everything because turns out your laptop speakers aren't the best. <laughs> it's true. This is the same thing with microphones. People will argue till the cows come home about the best set of studio monitors. And I'm just going to tell you, don't even bother. If you want to mix your stuff for the radio or your iPod or your car or whatever, yeah, sure, at that point, get some monitors. You can get some cheap ones off Monoprice. I think Corey knows a little bit about that. Yeah, I got... Um, I bought some mono price monitors for they were 150 on sale for the pair for the pair yeah yeah and i i didn't just want them for for doing music stuff i wanted them to be speakers for my computer as well yeah they they had great reviews and at the time i was looking for something very very cheap so you get what you pay for and Mm -hmm. these do the job i use them all the time yeah, they're cheap. I, I can do my mixing and I do all of my recording using them or listening through them. So that's what that's what I do. A, a quick gotcha on that though. A lot of the time when you go to Law McQuaid, speaker prices for studio monitors are per speaker, not per pair. And that's, that's why I asked that is because a lot of mm-hmm. the time it's like 300 bucks, but oh, that's for one speaker. Yeah, now, $600. You, you, get a, you get a rocket what the KRK rocket and it's like wow three hundred dollars per speaker mm-hmm. and yeah. those are the ones I have are the rocket sixes I bought them used so I did not spend three hundred dollars per speaker nice <laughs> yeah it used used is completely a valid way to to go just make sure that you check everything out yeah as, test them out when you're there yeah so uh, my point though is studio monitors sure get them eventually if you want but for starters don't spend your two hundred dollars on that spend 60 or 100 bucks or whatever on some headphones mm-hmm. because when you're doing this you don't want when you're recording multiple tracks and you're listening to yourself play guitar and now you're trying to sing over top of that you don't want the microphone to be picking up your guitar again onto the singing track the vocal track that's just a pain in the butt it'll sound dumb also and so you need, you need headphones. Yeah, headphones. So like if you if you have to buy both, not, then not do it. Earbuds. Yeah, that's just a waste of money. Just buy headphones. Yeah, over buy over the, the ear, not not wireless. The I mean, sounding good is obviously preferable. Um, also, make sure that you try them on for comfiness because you're theoretically going to be wearing them for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So make sure that they are comfy. And if or or look into getting some third party what are the things that the the comfy things on your ears that oh the, just like new cushions phone. or whatever yeah the cushions both <laughs> of my headphones i have replaced them and it's made it so much more comfortable speaking of what do you use what are your headphones um, i never asked you that i mean not to keep on talking about mono price but <laughs> i have mono price headphones they're Oh, Super man. awesome. I, I I really, really like them. I will include a link for them because I'm just I'm I'm just You're a fan. Yeah, I love them. I, I love them. I don't wanna follow you in that same vein, but I 
don't want to sound like a KRK fanboy, but but my headphones are KRK. <laughs> I think they're the 8400 series or whatever. And they they work great. They they should have shown me bass lines in songs that I didn't even know existed before. Mm, like from my great. iPhone headphones to this. World of difference. Yeah, there's like, whoa, there's a part there I never noticed before. And, I, and I've shown that to friends before and like they've noticed the same thing. And I'm not saying that that's KRK. I'm saying that that's maybe iPhone stock headphone earbud whatever versus... Turns out they're not the best yeah. fidelity mm-hmm. level. Yeah, and, and in general headphones, if if you live in a apartment or condo or something it's it's way better Corey. to have headphones on Corey. rather than yeah we are millennials we all live in apartments because no one can afford a house oh this is this is true for forgive me forgive so me. every single person remember this because you all can relate it's quite aware of your neighbors and your family because they don't want to hear whatever you're listening to for hours on end because mm-hmm. if it was like you're gonna listen for five minutes because you're like I'm recording this for five minutes because it's a five-minute song, sure. But that's not what's going to happen. You're going to record the same part 70 times and still not get it right. And then you're going to move on to the vocals and do that 80 times. And they're going to have to listen to you sing 80 times, but at least they don't have to listen to the backing tracks and the and the scratch tracks or the click, the boop, 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 boop for five hours on end. You have to. That's your struggle. Don't make it theirs. So yeah, use headphones. Yeah, when my... When my wife listens or hears me practicing something and I'm just doing the same thing over and over and over again and it's on my speakers, she goes crazy. She doesn't last long. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't blame her, but I, yeah, headphones headphones is the way to go. The one thing with headphones I would say is it's really easy to, to get in the zone with headphones and keep on turning up the volume and you start turning up the volume to levels that you don't need them to be at where they're at like going from 80 to 100 decibels and 100 decibels is like when you're at in a loud church but it's all just in your ears so keep the volume low we're talking about directly touching your ear or if you ignored us completely and used earbuds like inside your ears earbuds are like the one of the number one causes of ear damage i think i believe it they're horrible mm-hmm. so that's basically it. There's four things. I think there was that was four things, maybe five. Let's see, audio interfaces, a DAW, a mic, and headphones. So that's four. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we forgot one thing. A cable, because the microphone needs to plug in to the interface. There's five. We did Oops. it. We did it again. You don't need to buy Monster Jam cables or whatever they're called. Like, just buy just uh, monster whatever's cables. cheap. Yeah. Yeah, so it is... It is very practical to do this whole setup in your room. It doesn't have to be a bedroom. It could be a den. It could be a living room. $200 for a DAW and audio interface because the interface will come with a DAW. Yeah. 100 bucks for a mic. 50 bucks for headphones. And $15 for a cable. What is that? $200, $300? $350 you, to $400. You can even get packages that have... That include all of it together too, for under four hundred so, bucks. Yep. Yeah, you don't you don't need the crazy expens- expensive stuff, and your DAWs can be either free or, yeah, the free versions, and you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on that. Um, Sometimes the free versions limit you to like sixteen 
tracks at once, but that's yeah, fine. But like, are you whatever. recording 16 different guitar overlays in your bedroom? In which Probably case, not. you can just Unless condense them are. into one. Yeah, and it's mostly about what your ideas are going through the gear. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're wanting to record your ideas, or I guess you may want to record a, a podcast or some kind of <laughs> dialogue or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you can you can have super chief stuff, and if you have great ideas, then that you're you're more than set. Yeah, and this doesn't have to be for music, like you were saying. You could do podcasts, or I don't have anything to chew. I was going to say you could do some ASRM or whatever it's called. Maybe maybe you want to read a book and record it for yeah. a drive. Mm-hmm. Make your own audiobook. It's cheaper than Audible. Yeah. Well, four hundred dollars, maybe not. But if you buy it all used <laughs> or buy it all for free from your brother who moves to, um, I want to say, Oslo, Denmark, or something like that. Same, same. Green Markland Ice. Green Green Markland, yeah. Green Markland Iceway. Yeah, yeah. Then, then you're, then you're, you're set. Well, this has been ripping time with Tim and Corey. Thank you for it's listening. It's ripping time.